Hi everyone, and welcome back to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. I'm Madeline Gold. Today's episode is all about social media and its impact on mental health and well-being, both positive and negative. With so much of our lives taking place over the internet these days, this topic is more relevant than ever before. For today's show, I interviewed both teens and parents to gauge the impact they believe social media has on the mental health of them and those around them. My first interviews were with some local teens. I'm Emily, uh, 14, and I live in Silver Spring. I'm Daniel, I am 14, and I live in Maryland. Hey, my name is Hassett. I'm 15 years old, and I live in, like, Silver Spring, Tacoma Park-ish. I have, I use Instagram. I don't use it as frequently as I used to. Um, I'm on Snapchat, TikTok, and I, I have a Facebook, but I don't use it. I'm on I think TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Maybe Twitter sometimes, I dabble. I asked each of them how frequently they use social media. I would say that I use social media a lot. I mean, probably like a healthy amount. Oh, all the time. I think whenever I'm not occupied with something, I'm on social media. Very frequently. Very, very frequently. I really enjoy like watching other people's content because I mean they're so creative. Making content is also super fun because it's like a way to express yourself, you know. The entertainment aspect it it's very easy to to do something when you're bored. It's very time consuming, so I like just like sitting there. It's funny. It's like entertainment. I can talk to my friends too. The conversation then took a slightly more serious turn as I asked each teen if social media had ever impacted their sense of self-confidence or self-worth, and if so, how? For sure. I mean, you see a lot of, like, girls on social media or just people in general on social media that, like, you think it impacts your self-confidence a lot because you think, oh, they're so much prettier than I am, or, like, oh my god, I wish I had that body. You know, it's seeing people have what you want or like be super pretty and it starts to like get to your head like what if I'm not that pretty like I don't get this many likes I don't get this many comments I guess it kind of sometimes it can kind of feel embarrassing on social media there there's sort of the element of self-consciousness when anyone can see whatever you're doing but other than that I think I've had a pretty positive relationship overall. Not like people personally like bullying me or like attacking me or anything. But like, you know, there's obviously like pretty people on the internet and I'm just like, dang, bro. Like, but like, but not like towards me, like specifically, but like in that, in that way, then yeah. I next asked each of the teens if they had ever deleted a post they made on social media and if they had, why they had done it. I don't delete my posts, I archive them so I can still look at them. But I have I used to I used to post a lot and I they're all in my archive, like on my Instagram. I archived a lot of my TikToks too. Usually because I just post way too many TikToks and they clear up my page, but <laughs> but I have a lot of archived Instagram posts because I mean they didn't do as well as others or they're like super cringy to look back on. But or they just don't match my feed aesthetic (laughs) but sometimes I'll have those days where I just do a cleanse of my pages and stuff 
Ooh, um, I actually, um, I used to have an Instagram account and I, I went through some sort of phase when I, when I used to post a lot about a year later, I got rid of all my posts because I look back and I realized they were, they were, they were bad. Like they weren't great posts. They were, they were a little bit, uh, they were weird pictures and I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of them. So I got rid of all the pictures of my account. Yes, I have, because, like, I looked at it too long, and it just was not cute anymore. It just wasn't cute anymore, so it had to go. I feel like I don't necessarily have to hide, but maybe contain certain aspects of my personality. Because I feel like I don't need to hide anything. I don't have anything to hide. You know, I like to be myself, like, be my truest self. But, like, when I'm talking to new people, I mean, I can be a little much sometimes, so instead of hiding certain aspects, I contain them. Like I'm not my full energetic self when I'm talking to a lot of new people because it's I can be a little crazy sometimes. And I don't I don't want to give anyone the impression that I'm like bouncing off the walls every second of the day. Yeah, I think I can be pretty chaotic and spontaneous. So I sort of, I try to control that as much as I can because you can't really take things back on the internet. No, I necessarily don't because I'm more of like an outgoing, like I don't really care about what people think kind of person. But I do understand where people come from when they do say like, when like a lot of my, some of my friends have like social media anxiety where like they're kind of hesitant to what, of what they want to post or something because they're scared of what people think about them. And I understand that totally, but not me specifically. I also asked if any of them had ever used social media as a place to vent or express any negative emotions that they might have been feeling at any specific point in time, and if they thought that it was a good platform to do so on. I mean, yeah, that's why a lot of people make Finstas. I have one. I usually, I don't always post my emotions. I just post random stuff on there that wouldn't really necessarily belong in my main account, but it's just kind of page to declutter my emotions, like happy or, or sad. Um, a lot of pictures that I would post on my main, but you know, they didn't, they didn't quite make the main and it's just a Finsta. It's funny calling it that, but a Finsta is a nice place to declutter. Um, and Snapchat private stories. Those are pretty big. Yeah. I use my Snapchat private story not a lot, not necessarily for my emotions, but just to post random parts of my day that I felt like sharing. Sometimes I don't, I don't very rarely, but sometimes I go to vent almost. I think it's a good place to do that. Um, but I haven't really, I don't really use social media for the sort of deeper, more personal feelings. Me personally, I keep like my bad feelings off social media or maybe like, maybe my private story. But I like some people, they do like, you know, express their feelings on social media, which I guess is like, a good outlet but like sometimes like people are kind of like oh why are they posting that like that's none of our business type so there's always good and good a good side and a bad side for everything that you post on instagram or like social media in general in fact i asked each of the teens what they think about that so-called good side of social media and what they think its main benefits are um i think social media is like it's in the title social it's a it's a social space I mean like the beginning of quarantine I was on social media a lot because of course I wasn't getting to actually experience any human interaction 
and so social media like like I said it's in the name it's it's an outlet to talk to people I mean you can meet a bunch of new people and you can still also talk with your friends on there like a lot of my friends have only social certain social medias like they don't have TikTok or they don't have they have Instagram but they don't have Snapchat and it's just I can talk to them ways in ways I can't talk to them on the other in other places or I can send them a post you know send them a picture of my face like on Snapchat I think it can bring people together uh it can if you're sort of distant with someone it it's a way to keep in touch easier and yeah connection entertainment obviously but also like you can express yourself like post pictures like whatever pictures you want and stuff and like just like have a place for people to know you in the way that you like you have full control over your social media so like I get it when people say like social media is only like one pixel frame of that person's whole life but for me like I can control what that one pixel frame is so maybe I might not be looking like the best or acting the best or whatever every single other day but my Instagram is showing my best self so it's like you get to control it so like it's expressing yourself how you want people to see you. My last question was, if you could give any advice to someone joining social media for the first time in regards to their mental health and staying true to themselves, what would you say? Social media can take up a lot of your mental health because it's also, it's kind of fake. I mean, the pictures you post, or the pictures at least I post, I don't look like that every day. I mean, I have my good days and I have my bad days, but I post my good days, of course. But if you're just joining social media, I mean, just don't let it all get to your head and be authentically yourself. Don't try to follow the, the crowd. If, if you feel like you have to start doing something because you see other people doing it, you really, you don't want to give in to that. It's not healthy. I would just say, like, who cares? Like, like a lot of my friends or any people that I know, they're always just like, oh my gosh, I don't want to post that. That's so embarrassing, da 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 But like, if you were to come to my page and look at my close friends, like you just shouldn't care about what people think. Because at the end of the day, we're all kids. Like like in five years, this is not going to matter. None of this stuff is going to matter unless you're like a celebrity and you get canceled for something. But like, it's just like have fun. Like this is, this is, it's not that deep, basically. It's not serious. Like do whatever you want, post what you want. Nobody cares in reality or as much as you think that they do. After talking with Emily, Daniel, and Hassat, I interviewed my own mom to see her perspective on the topic. Hello, I'm Susan Gold. I'm from Potomac, Maryland. I am Madeline Gold's mom, but I'm also the co-founder and head of Feynman School, also located in Potomac, Maryland. Am I on social media? I am on social media for two different reasons. One is my personal account on Facebook. And that actually is used just to keep in touch with friends. And the second reason I'm on social media is for my business. And I'm on Instagram as well as Facebook. And I also have a personal Instagram and Snapchat account so that I can keep up with my daughters. So which platforms are my children on? They are on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. My opinion on social media as a whole is very conflicted. At first, I was totally mystified by it and 
for kids, I was a little hesitant to let them have accounts because there are a lot of dangers that you can encounter online. But having instilled good values in them, they are able to critically analyze the social media platforms that they're on and recognize when something doesn't feel right. So it's a level of trust that you have to establish with your children. And they're very open and they share everything with me. So I feel very confident that they're making good decisions. But I do believe that you should not introduce it before middle school. Do I think social media is worsening communication skills? I actually do think that it is worsening communication skills because a long time ago before social media, people would pick up the telephone and call each other and have wonderful, lengthy conversations. But now through Snapchat, particularly where you're just trying to get a streak, people will just shoot pictures of their ceilings. (laughs) So I think that there has been some kind of loss with communication, that human to human communication, which I know doesn't sound like you can have that over the phone, but you actually can. Um, And I think FaceTime actually allows for that to continue to happen. Whereas with Instagram, I mean, it's just kind of in the name and Snapchat, everything is very quick. And it takes away from the in-depth relationships that you can have with each other. And I find that to be true with my personal accounts, as well as the business accounts. I definitely think that it has a negative impact on family life because I think it's so easy just in moments of stress to revert to your phone or your computer. And I think it's really important for families to remember that they need to just take time with each other, get outside, um, remember that there was life before electronics And I think that there's such a bombardment of electronics around you and media outlets that it's hard for adults and it's hard for kids. And it really takes a lot of self-control to remember that you can really be happy as a family if you (laughs) reduce your use of social media or not just social media, but just of your devices in general. Does social media have a negative impact on my mental health? I think that it had more of a negative impact on my mental health when I first started using it. Because, you know, you see everybody going on vacations and posting pictures, and it might not be a time where your family can afford to do that or just have the time to do that. And of course, everybody's going to post the post the good stuff. Um, but, you know, I just thinking about it and reflecting on it and talking about it with people, uh, my family and my daughters, you realize that, of course, these are happy times that people want to share. They're, they're, why not share in everybody's joy? And I think once I realized that that's, that was the point for people just to be sharing their joy and what's the harm in that, people not trying to outdo each other, um, then I think I was, you know, I was okay with social media. And I never got into people posting their selfies and looking like perfect people, just because I know that that's just not true. Nobody's perfect. We are who we are. We have to love ourselves. And if you can have that frame of mind going into when you're using social media, I think that you can maintain um, a healthy outlook. Do I think that social media has benefits for youth? Yes and no. So 
in a way, it can connect you to other parts of the world. And it can introduce you to maybe hobbies that you didn't know about and um, social justice platforms that you want to get involved in. So I think in that regard, it's it can be really beneficial and positive. I think that there is a big um, chance that it can get kind of negative, especially for young women who will see people being you know around each other or being invited to parties and they're not invited or getting together with friends and they weren't asked to get together with them and they can start to have that reflect on their own identity. But as long as you keep talking to your kids about the fact that that is that doesn't define who you are, then I think the benefits can outweigh the negative. So advice that I would give to teens would be, and this is coming from somebody who's in the world of education, that you really want to watch what you post on social media because it will follow you forever, even if you think that it won't. Uh, And I try to instill that in the students at our school and in my daughter's that don't post anything that you wouldn't want a Supreme Court judge to see or college admissions to see. And then for parents, I would say, don't just let your kids fly free with social media. You really got to research it. You've got to know how to protect them about the settings. I don't pretend to know it all. Um, Your kids probably know more than you do, but just to keep an open dialogue. Uh, It's out there, it's not going away. And it's better to have compromise with it rather than to outright refuse for your kids to use it. I, for one, would definitely have to agree with practically everything that the teens that I interviewed said about social media as a whole. I am on it personally for personal use as well as the Serotonin Says Instagram account. And I think that there are absolutely tons and tons of benefits to it um, in terms of communication, entertainment, and content creation like Emily was talking about. I think those are all crucial aspects of social media that you really can't find anywhere else, and that's what makes it so unique. But it definitely has a lot of downsides or potential downsides as well. And I think that understanding the risks and the benefits before going into joining social media, either for personal use for the purpose of business or anything else is really, really important. I myself have made what I see as an inevitable mistake that so many others make in the past of comparing myself to others on the internet, maybe in the way that I look or in my follower count or the amount of likes that a certain post gets. And It feels really bad to do that. I'm not going to lie. Social media definitely has taken a big toll on my mental health in the past. And I think something that I realized at a certain point in time was that all of that is so superficial. And again, the benefits that each of the teen interviewees were talking about with the entertainment and the communication aspects of social media, those are amazing and so, so unique. And so to focus on those rather than the comparisons and any other negative aspects of social media is a really important skill to have if you want to be active on it and want to 
preserve your mental health and your individuality, your uniqueness while being on social media platforms. Something really interesting also that was cool to hear from my mom's perspective was the aspect of joy when it comes to social media. She mentioned how people posting their vacation pictures or times when they're hanging out with their friends, they're not doing that in order to make others jealous. They're doing it to express their joy and things that make them happy. And I think really from the individual point of view, the individual perspective, social media is a platform where you can share your joy with the world. And I think that that is one of the things that's so cool and so unique about it. And again, if you can see past all of the superficial likes and comments and followers, and you can really focus on sharing your joy with the world and taking part in others' happiness through social media, it can be a really special experience. I think that social media as a whole is always going to have its main proponents and its critics because it has become such a fixed thing in all of our lives that There are always going to be more pros and cons lists, always more weighing the positives versus the negatives. But I think that when it comes to mental health, it's really about the individual experience and what you make of it. And so, again, if you can make sure that you are using social media in a healthy way, in a way that is not taking away from your individuality, then it can be a great experience and it can actually have a positive impact on your mental health. My interviews here today have shown that, if anything, just like anything else in life, social media is really what you make of it. So if you are using it in a way that you believe is healthy and making sure to stay true to yourself, that is really all that you can ask for from the platform. That's all for this episode of Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. If you haven't yet, please follow or subscribe to Serotonin Speaks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, and please recommend the show to a friend. For more mental health-related content, check out the Serotonin Says website at serotoninsays.com. There, you can subscribe to our monthly newsletter and support Mental Health America by buying our merch. You can also follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at serotoninsays. The links are in the episode notes. This episode was edited and hosted by me, Madeline Gold. Thanks to all of our interviewees, our podcast team, Maya, Julia, and Marissa, and most of all, thanks to you for listening to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. See you in two weeks.